Hello and welcome. My name is Kyle Nielsen, and this is How You Level Up, a podcast where I ask questions to help you become your best self. In today's episode, I'm going to read to you an article that I published on Medium. This article and much more can be found by going to kylenielsen.com and clicking on the tab Poetry and More. This is a review of The Effective Executive by Peter F. Drucker. I'm going to talk about a concentration of main points and how to apply. This book, by the way, has received an exhaustive amount of reviews, so I'm going to make this really brief and instructive. I picked up this book because it was recommended to me as the landmark writing for managers. An executive, as the Cambridge Dictionary states it, is someone in a high position, especially in business, who makes decisions and acts accordingly to them. Being effective, again, the Cambridge Dictionary, is producing intended results. Guess what? We are all executives in our own lives. Here is how to be effective with the five main points and sections from the book. The first one is, manage your time. Time is the scarcest resource, and unless it is managed, nothing else can be managed. Honestly, asking ourselves where we spend our time brings up undesirable answers. Are we scrolling through social media all day? Do you check the screen time on your handheld computer? Uh, I'm referring to your phone, of course. How much of the time in your day is spent on social networking? How about reading? How about production? Whatever it is that you're producing. How does your screen time look for the week? How many hours did you spend there? I mean, I'm only bringing this up because I have a habit of picking up my phone and opening Instagram. And when I catch myself doing it needlessly, I remind myself there are other things that you want to do. Don't forget. Then I put my phone down and I pick up a book, like the one I'm giving a review on, or I do something else productive. If I get into bed and pick up my phone, am I scrolling for an hour? Try to limit yourself for 15 minutes, and then get some rest. I know I need all the sleep I can get. The second thing is, find what you can contribute. To ask, what can I contribute, is to look for the unused potential in a job. Are you doing what's necessary? Great, you're surviving. Do you want to thrive? Give a little extra. A contribution is the little extra you give to yourself. A friend, your job, or a stranger. It's the pause you take before reacting to bad news to remind yourself that you can handle this like a little pat on the back. It's the compliment you give to the single friend who's going out, letting them know they look good, and then they feel good. It's the food that you give to the homeless person you pass on the street so that they can go to sleep without feeling the pain of hunger. It's seeing the possible problem with a new client system and creating security measures before they run into problems. If you're focused on what contributes to your personal and professional life, you're looking at the next step. The third point is mobilize your strengths. Feed the opportunities and starve the problems. Some of us might know our strengths, but I can guarantee we don't all know our weaknesses. It's time to change your focus. Accomplishments are made through strengths. If someone is focusing on their weakness and finds success, it's only because they turn that weakness into a strength. Choosing to use your strength is a conscious effort. 
If you're good at talking to people, you'd be fantastic in a front-end facing role. I guarantee it. Communicating with customers and clients can be difficult. Can you convince anyone of anything? You'd probably be a great salesperson. Are you good at problem solving? I bet your friends ask you for advice. And find joy in finding new ways to save time. Are you a meticulous organizer? Maybe mathematics data or research in various disciplines could be your shtick. Truly, organizing is needed everywhere. If you use your strengths properly, your weaknesses become irrelevant. Number four is set the right priorities. Effective executives do first things first, and they do them one thing at a time. Research has proven ad nauseum that multitasking doesn't help with productivity. Don't believe me? Check it out with Dr. Google. There is a time cost when you switch from one activity to another, and this cost adds up. Ask yourself, if you don't address something, will anything happen? If the answer is no, then that something isn't a priority and doesn't even need to be addressed. Prioritize activities that aim big and make a difference. Deal with the big stuff first because that means that the remaining stuff is going to be easy and quick. Setting the right priorities also changes your activity from being busy with a handful of tasks to achieving results, knocking them out one by one. And number five is make decisions. Decisions are strategic, rather than adaptive to apparent needs of the moment. Choosing what to eat in the morning is a freedom. Deciding to eat healthy in the morning cuts out the bad foods of your diet and gives you great cognitive feel for your day. When you decide something, it's usually a judgment call made between multiple choices and a reduction in the next time you need to make that choice. Decisions help us solve generic problems. A repetitive issue that comes up can be subconsciously handled with a decision. Haven't decided on it? You'll need to concentrate on that issue a little bit more and weigh your alternatives. Are you still listening? Then I bet you made the decision to focus on self-development recently, and listening to this is an exposure to a set of tools that you'll use in the future. Individual continuous learning is central for the development of an organization And as the individual grows, so does the organization. And so we're going to end this review with a reminder from the book that effectiveness is a habit, a complex of practices. And it's okay if you trip or make mistakes along the way. You're always going to be your hardest critic. Learning is a process, and you won't reach perfection, but you can still aim for it. Thank you for listening to another episode of How You Level Up, where I ask questions to help you become your best self. Now, I put this podcast together because I wanted to help you build up your emotional independence, your communication skills, and take the next step in your personal philosophy. If you liked this episode, turn on your phone and hit the like and subscribe button, give a five-star rating, and I'll see you on the next episode of How You Level Up.